Shalom to all. Today's daf is Shabbos daf Kuf Dalid. We're starting 11 lines from the top, the second word on the line. Today's shir is sponsored by Shos, Ruvain Simcha ben Miriam. He should have atzlacha and everything he does in life. The Gemara says Gufa. We had just previously mentioned Amr of Chizr of Chizr said Mem v'Samach Shabuluchas b'Neis Hayuemdim. The Mem and the Samach and the Luchas stood there b'Neis because the inner part of a closed Mem and a Samach had to be a complete circle and they had nowhere on the Luchas to grab onto. Therefore, they were floating midair and that's a Neis. Amr of Chizr of Chizr says similarly Ksav Shabuluchas. The writing of the Luchas Nikar. It could be read on the inside and on the outside, meaning when you look at the luchas, you could read the letters, and then when you turn the luchas around, since they were carved all the way through the entire thickness of the luchas, you were also able to see the letter on the other side. Kigain, for example, Nevuv would be able to be read backwards as Buban, Beis Vav, Beis Non, or Rahav would be read backwards as Bahar, or Saru would be read backwards as Varas. Now, the letters themselves would also be backwards, similarly to when you look at an ambulance, and you see the word ambulance is written backwards, and then you only read realize that when you're in your car and you look into the rearview mirror, then you can read the word ambulance normally because you're looking at it through a mirror. So too, when you look at the back of the luchais, the letters are going to be backwards also. The only thing Rav is trying to teach us is that the luchais were carved all the way through the entire thickness of the luchais, and you could see the letter on the opposite side. And now comes an absolutely incredible Gemara. Amrilei Rabban Rav Shuban Levi, the Rabban told Rav Shuban Levi, Asu Dardikio Inna, the young students came today, Lebeimah Joshua to the Bismajosh, Va'amru Mili, and they said things that Afilu Bimei Yeshua Benon, that even the days of Yeshua Benon, the likes were not said in those days. Aleph Bays. What does that stand for? Aleph Bina. You should learn Bina, which is Tyra. Gimel Dalis, Gimel Dalim. You should help out the poor. My time of Pshuta carried the Gimel, the Gabe Dalis. Why is the leg of the Gimel facing towards the Dalid? This is the way of charitable people. They chase after poor people. The Gemara asks, My time of Pshuta carried the Dalid, the Gabe Gimel. So why is the leg of the Dalid straight towards the Gimel? Why is it not bent outwards like the Gimel's leg is? Say, that the poor person should make himself available to his benefactor and not make him chase after him. So in my time, So why is the face of the Dalad facing away from the Gimel? Why is he not facing towards the Gimel? To teach him that he has to give discreetly so that the poor person shouldn't be embarrassed. Hey Vav, what's this? This is the name of Hashem. If you do so, meaning if you learn Taira and you're a Gaimel Chasadim, you give a lot of charity. So HaKadosh Baruch Baruch will sustain you and show you favor and give, show you benefit and give you an inheritance and tie a crown for you on Elam Haba Mem Pesucha Mem Stuma we have an open Mem and a closed Mem teaches us Maimer Pesuch Maimer Sasum some Mamarim meaning some words of the Torah should be open such as Halacha and open Gemara and Mishnayis but Maimer Sasum some words of the Torah should be closed like Maisim Rekava which is not to be darshaned in public Non Kafufa Non Pshuta we have a bent Non and a straight Non Namon Kafuf Namon Pashat this alludes to someone who's faithful so in this world he's bent over because he's very humble but in the next world he's going to be straightened and upright Samach Ayin stands for Samach Ani support poor people. Lashanachar, another way of learning this is Simanim Asibataira, you should make signs while you're learning Tyra to help you remember it. Ukineesa and then you could acquire Tyra. Pei kafufa, pei pshuta. We have a bent pei and we have a straight pei. Pei pasuach, This is alluding to an open mouth and a closed mouth. Sometimes you should open your mouth, sometimes you should close it. Referring to the Gemara and Brachas, that when a person comes to a city and there's already a rav there, so he should be quiet and not paskin. But if there's no rav, then he should become the rav and paskin for everyone. Tzadi kafufa, tzadi pshuta. We have a bent tzadi and a straight tzadi. Tzadik kafuf, tzadik pasha. This alludes to a tzadik in this world should be bent over and humble, and in the next world he's going to be straight. The Gemara says, Hainu namon kafuf, hainu namon pasha. That's the same thing as the faithful person who in this world is bent and the next world is straight. We're adding a bent 
onto his bent, meaning a person should be extra humble. We see that the Torah is given only to a person who is trembling of the head, meaning he has extraordinary humility. Then he'll be able to become a proper Talmud Chacham. Kuf stands for Kadosh, the Holy One, referring to Hashem. And Reish is alluding to a Rasha. Why is the Kuf facing away from the Reish? Meaning, why can't the Reish see the Kuf? Hashem says, I can't look at a Rasha, so the back of the Rasha is facing Hashem because Hashem doesn't want to look at the Rasha. So then why is the crown of the Kuf facing the Reish? On the top of a Kuf in the Sefer Torah, you'll see there's this little tag, this little crown. Why is that facing a Reish? He says, If he does tshuva, then I'm going to tie a crown on him like me. And So why is the leg of the Kuf hanging? Why isn't it connected to the roof of the Kuf? If he does do tshuva, he could climb up and go into that opening created by the hanging leg. This is a proof to Ishlakish, Damir Ishlakish. He says, If a person wants to be a late, so Hashem will act in kind. But for a person who's humble, Hashem will grant favor. What does this teach us? If a person wants to defile himself, so we allow him to do so. We're not going to help him, but we're not going to stop him. But if a person wants to make himself pure, then we help him, which means we're going to make him a brand new entrance that he could climb through to do tshuva. And the last letters of the Aleph base, Shin stands for Sheker, and Tav stands for Emes. My time is Sheker Mekarvin Mile and Emes Merachkel Mile. Why the letters of Sheker are very close to each other? Shin, Kof, and Reish are all very close to each other in the Aleph Beis, but Emes, the letters are very far away from each other. Aleph is the first letter, Mem the middle, and Saf the last letter. So the Gemara says Shikra Shchiach. Falsehood is found all over the place. They're very close to each other. It's found all over. Kushta Lo Shchiach. But truth is not easy to find. You have to go looking for it all across the Aleph Beis. And my time is Shikra Chadokari Koi the Emes Malabin Levune. Why is it that all the letters of Sheker stand only on one leg? Shin comes down to a point. Kuf only has one leg and Reish only has one leg. Whereas MS is Malab and Levune, it's set like bricks. Every single letter in MS has two legs. It's very strong. Say Kushta Kai. Truth stands. Shikra like Kai. Falsehood doesn't stand. Person tries to say a lie, it never really stands or holds strong. And now there's another way of darshaning the Aleph base, which is called Atbash. You take the first letter and last letter of the Aleph base, Aleph Tav, and then the second letter and the second to last letter, Beis Shin, third letter and third to last letter, so on and so forth. So Atbash, what does it stand for? Icy Tav, he abominated me. As Aveloi, I'm going to desire him. Beis Shin is Biloi Chashak, and me he didn't desire. Shmi Yachalov, I should rest my name on him. Gar is Gufoi Time, he defiled his body. Arachim Olav, I should have mercy on him. Dak is Dalsaisi Noal, he closed my door. Karnavla Gadea, I shouldn't cut down his pride. Adkan Midas Rishayim. This is all referring to the Rishayim. Avol Midas Tzadikim. But person is a Tzadik. At Bash Midarshin Im Ata Bosh. If you are embarrassed to sin, Gar Dak Im Ata Oisakin. If you do so, Gar Beduk. Then you're gonna live with Doik, which means under Kadosh Baruch Hu's Kisya Kavod. Hatzvap stands for There's going to be a barrier between you and Akash Baruch Hu's wrath. You're not going to have to tremble from the Satan. And Yam Koil, the minister of Gehenim, said to Hashem, I want you to throw everyone into the sea, referring to Gehenim, meaning he wants even the Jews to go into Gehenim. And Akash Baruch Hu's answer to the minister of Gehenim is going to be by darshaning 
the Aleph Bays in yet another way, which is we have three columns of Aleph Bays. First one starting with Aleph, ending with Zion. Next one starting with Ches, ending with Nun. The next one starting with Samach and ending with the last letters of the Aleph Bays. And then you read it across in rows. So we have Aleph, Ches, Samach in the top row, Bays, Tes, Ayin in the next row, and Gimel, Yud, Fei in the third row, so on and so forth. So what do we learn from here? The Gemara says, Amar HaKadosh Baruch Achas Bata Gif, Ani Chas Alehem, I'm going to have mercy on them, B'nei Sheba'atu Begif, because they rejected adultery. And Dalid Chaf Tzadi Dachim Haim, they're innocent. Kanim Haim, they're upright. Tzadikim Haim, they're Tzadikim, they're righteous. Hey, Lamid Kof, Ein Chachelik Bohen, you don't have any share in them. Hakash Baruch Hu says to the minister of Gehenim. But now the Gemara says, Umarzan Chase, Amr Gehenim Lefanov. Gehenim continued saying in front of Hashem, Rebanish Lailam, Mare, my master, Zuneni Mizarish El Chase. Give me sustenance from the offspring of Shes, which was the son of Adam that all the people in the world come from. And the minister of Gehenim is trying to, so to speak, trick Hashem into throwing the Jews into Gehenim nonetheless. So he says, give me sustenance from the people of Shes, which includes the Jews. So Amalei, Hashem responds to him in yet another way of darshaning the Aleph Bays, which is where we have two columns. The first one starts with Aleph, the next column starts with the Lamed, and then once again we read it across in rows. So Hashem said, Aleph, Lamed, Beis, Mem, Gimel, Nun, Dalet, Samach. Lehechan, Oilichan, where am I going to bring them? Referring to the Jews, Lagan Hadas, to the Garden of Myrtle, which is referring to Gan Eden. Hey, Ayin, Vav, Pei, Amr, Gehenim, Fnei, Akadosh, Baruch, Gehenim, Seth, Hashem, Rebanish, Lailam, Ayif, Anoichi, I'm tired and worn out. I don't have any sustenance. You have to give me something. So, Akadosh, Baruch, responds, Zayin, Tzadi, Ches, Kof, Halalu, Zarshal, Yitzchak. These are the offspring of Yitzchak, and I'm not going to give you them at all. But, Tesresh, Yud, Shin, Chaftaf. Tesresh is tar. Wait, Hashem says to the Sar of Gehenim. Yeshli kites kites shall I have groups and groups of idolaters. Shani nice the that I'm going to give to you for your sustenance. However, the Jews you're not going to be able to get. And we continue with the Mishnah on Kuf Dalim and on the top. Hakaisav Shteisus a person writes two letters behelam echad in one lapse of awareness. Chayv he's going to be chayv. Kasev bidiyai he writes with black ink. This is the ink used in Sefer Torah Tefillin and Mezuzos. Besam with some sort of paint. Besikra some sort of red dye. Bekumus with gum ubekankantum or with copper sulfate. Ubechal davreshu roishem anything that's going to make a mark. On two walls that meet up at a corner, or on two tablets of a ledger. The storekeepers used to have these ledgers that was made up of tablets, and then they would write on them. And he wrote two letters on two separate tablets, but they could be read together. He writes on his flesh, if he scratches writing into his flesh, and they say he is putter. If he wrote with some sort of liquid that's going to make a mark, such as mulberry juice, Rashi says, some sort of fruit juice, he writes with dust, he takes his finger and writes letters in dust of the road or with mud, with the dust from scribes, this is found at the bottom of their inkwell, or he writes with anything that's not going to have a lasting impression, then he's going to be yada. If he writes with the back of his hand, he puts the pen in between his fingers upside down, turns his hand over and then writes like that, he puts the pen in his feet, in his mouth with his elbow, he wrote one letter next to an already existing letter, and he completed these two letters by doing that. Or he wrote on top of already existing letters, he kind of filled it in with a stronger, more noticeable ink. If he had intent to write a ches because of Bezainin, but he ended up writing two Zions. The way that a ches is written in a Sefer Torah is two Zions that are connected by a little roof, and he just accidentally skipped writing the roof. So now he has two Zions. He wrote one letter on the ground and one on a beam. He wrote 
on two separate walls of a house that don't meet up at a corner. Alshnei Dapi Pinkas, he wrote on two columns of a ledger. This is referring to a scroll. So he wrote on one column and then another column. Ve'ein negim zeim zeh, but they can't be read with each other. Pater, then he's going to be pater. Kasav oisachas netrikon. Let's say he wrote one letter and it was meant to be an abbreviation for a full word, such as he wrote a letter with a little apostrophe on top of it, notifying the reader that he's trying to actually write a much longer word. Rabbi Shuban Maseir Machayv, he says he's chayv acham paitrim. The chachamim say he's pater. The Gemara says. Diyai, what is diyai? Diyusa, it's black ink. Sam, what's this? It's sama, it's some sort of yellowish dye. Sikra, Amr Rabba Barachana, Sakarta Shma, its name is Sakarta, and Rashi says they would use this red dye for dyeing the shutters of their house. Kumus, what is this? Kuma, it's gum. Kankantum, Amr Rabba Barachana, Amr Shmuel, what's this? It's Charta de Ushkafi, it's some sort of shoemaker's blackening. Mishnah said, if he writes with anything that makes a mark, what's this coming to include? This includes Reb Chananya, Taras and Abraisa, Kasvu Meitarya, if he wrote a get with either collected rainwater or water that was soaking in a fruit called Tarya, Va'afza, or with some sort of nut juice, Kasher, it's going to be a Kasher get. Tani Reb Chia, Reb Chia says in Abraisa, Kasvu Ba'avar, if he wrote a get with lead, Bishachar, with charcoal, or Bishichor, or some sort of blackening, Kasher, it's also going to be Kasher. Hamasarat al-Basari, he scratches onto his flesh. Tanya Reb Abraisa, Armelahin Reb Lezel Chamim, Reb Lezel Tolich Chamim, why would he not be chai for this? Bahaloi ben Sitada, Haitzi Kishaf. Ben Satada was a person, he brought out these spells from Mitzrayim by scratching them onto his flesh. The Mitzrayim would not allow anyone to leave Mitzrayim with their homegrown spells, and therefore they would check to make sure that the person didn't write them down. But Ben Satada was so bent on doing so, he scratched them into his flesh. So we see that this is a normal way of writing. Amrulai the Chacham told him, Shaitahaya, he was a fool. Not only was a fool, but he actually endangered himself by doing this. from a So therefore, it's not considered a normal way of writing. If a person does so on Shabbos, he's not going to be chayev. A person who wrote one letter next to an already existing letter. Mantana, who's our Tana? The like Reb Lezer. It's not like Reb Lezer. Reb Lezer, he says, If a person weaves even one thread into an already existing woven pattern, he's going to be chayev. So too, if a person writes one letter adding on to an existing letter, then he would be chayev. If you wrote on top of an existing letter, strengthening the writing. Mantana, who's that like? A person's writing a Sefer Torah, and he has to write Shem Hashem. So he has to have Kavana that he's writing Shem Hashem. But he has Kavana for some reason to write the word Yehuda. He doesn't realize he has to write Yud Kevavke. He thinks he has to write Yehuda. But then he made a mistake, and he actually didn't write a Dalit. So now he wrote Yud Kevavke. And he actually wrote Shem Hashem, but he didn't have Kavana to do so. Maver all of Kolmos and Makacha, he could pass his Kolmos over it and be Makadashit, he had, could have Kavana to write Hashem's name by simply writing over these letters that he just wrote, Divri Rabbi Huda, that's Rabbi Huda, and that's considered like he's writing. But they say, This is not the choicest way to write Hashem's name, meaning it's not considered like writing, so we see that our Mishnah is the Chachamim and not Rabbi Huda. Tano, we have a brisa. Kasav oisachas v'shlimel sefer. A person wrote one letter and he completed the book, meaning he completed one of the twenty-four sifrei Tanakh with it. It doesn't have to be the last letter. It could be any of the letters that might be missing in this sefer of Tanakh. If he writes it and he completes the entire sefer, arag chot echad v'shlimel beged. If he wove one string and now he has completed the beged, chayv is going to be chayv matan. Who's that like? Amarabar of Huna. Rebelezer he. It's Rebelezer. The Amar he says achas al arag chayv. If a person weaves even one string into something that was already woven, he's going to be chayv. 
five, so too over here. Ravashi or Ravashi says, no, it could even be like the Rabbanon. Shani. It's different if a person's completing something, he's completing the baggage, completing the Sefer, so then even the Chachamim would say that he's Chayev because he accomplished something very Chashev. Amravam, Ravami says, If he wrote one letter on a piece of paper in Tiveria, and then he wrote another letter in Sipiri, which was near Tiveria, Chayev, so he'd be Chayev. Ksivahi, it's considered a writing, it's lacking being next to each other. One paper's in Tiveria and one paper's in Sipiri, but at the end of the day, he wrote two letters on Shabbos. Our Mishnah says, If he wrote two letters on two separate walls of the house, or on two columns of a ledger, and they can't be read with each other, Potter. So he's going to be Potter. And over here, one letter's in Tiveri, one letter's in Sipiri. He can't read them together. The Gemara says, Nah, Misa, the Kriva. Over there, in the case of our Mishnah, he's lacking an actual Misa that's going to bring them together. He has to cut and paste this ledger in order to bring them together. He has to knock down one of the walls of his house and physically place it next to the other one. So he actually has to do a Misa. Hacha over here, He doesn't have to do a Misa. He simply has to take these two pieces of paper and bring them next to each other. He doesn't have to cut and paste anything. Therefore, it's considered like writing that can be read together. Tano, we have a brisa. Higia ois achas. If he corrected one letter, chay, then he's going to be chay. If the Gemara asks, hold on. Hashtag kasav ois achas potter. If he writes just one letter, he's going to be potter. Higia ois achas chay. He's going to be chay for correcting a letter. Correcting is less than writing. Rav Shesha says, "Hacha ma'iskin." What are we talking about over here? Kagan shenotle legagal shalches. He removed the roof of the ches. Vaaso shnei zainin, and he made it into two zayins, as we had said that a ches is made up of two zayins. So now, when he erased this roof of the ches, it's two zayins, and we're referring to a case where he needed two zayins in the place where the ches was written. So now he accomplished something chashiv. Rav Amar Rav says, "Kagan shenotle tagishel dalad." He took the tag of the dalad off. Vaaso erash, and now he made it into erash, and he needed erash in the spot where the dalad was written, and so therefore. Accomplished something and he'd be chayv. Tanu we have a brisa. Nischav and lichtav as achas. A person had kavanah to write only one letter. Kofayam alf on the top. Va'alu biyadu shtayim. And he ended up writing two letters, such as instead of writing a ches, he ended up writing two zayins. Chayv, he's going to be chayv. The Gemara says vatanan potter. We said that he's potter in our Mishnah. The Gemara says leikash. It's not a problem. Hadubay zune. One is where it needs crowning. Hadulay by zune. One is where it doesn't need crowning. In our Mishnah, when he had intent to write one letter, and he ended up writing two. He's potter because he wrote two zayins, but he didn't make the tag in the crowns on top. Of the Zion, so he didn't complete it. Over here, he actually completed the targets on top of the Zion, so he would be Chayev. Everyone should have a wonderful day.